Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to New York. Attention fans, this is the Devil's Devil's State of Mind Mind podcast, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. Now here's your host, host, Neil Villapiano! The New Jersey Devils are one win away from moving on to the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. What is going on, Devils fans? It is, as always, your host, your best friend, your confidant, your number one source, Neil Villapiano. And welcome to another thrilling edition of the Devil's State of Mind podcast right here on the Hockey Podcast Network as well as Sports Wire Radio, the best place to get everything you need to know about your 3-2 series lead, New Jersey Devils. As always, guys, I hope you are having a fantastic day wherever you're listening to this podcast episode. Thank you guys, as always, for taking time out of your day to check these episodes out, especially here in the playoffs. You already know that I greatly Greatly appreciate it. This podcast episode and everything we do here at the Hockey Podcast Network are sponsored, as always, by our wonderful friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. And with the Stanley Cup playoffs going on, the NBA playoffs about ready to start the second round, Major League Baseball wrapping up its first month of the very, very long season, and so much more, including the NFL draft going on at this very moment. You already know that DraftKings Sportsbook is your number one destination to get in on all of the huge, and I mean huge, cash prizes. So if you want to get a little extra cash for yourself, I got a deal for you. You go to DraftKings Sportsbook right now, sign up, use our promo code THPN, and again, promo code THPN, and as always, tell them that your boy, Neil Villapiano, sent you. And once again, another big thank you and shout out to our sponsors at DraftKings Sportsbook for being the official sports betting partner of the Hockey Podcast Network as well 
as the Devil's State of Mind podcast. And as always, fans, make sure you bet responsibly. What an absolute dominant win by the New Jersey Devils in game number five. I would be lying to you if I said I wasn't completely nervous and freaking out the whole day leading up to game five. Because although the Devils, you know, won, not necessarily decisively, but really showcased themselves in games three and four, got themselves tied at two games apiece, game five, back at the Rock. Not a single home team has won a game so far in this series. And you kind of felt that the Rangers, not even kind of, you really felt that the Rangers were going to give the Devils a massive response after losing back-to-back games. But the Devils, right from the opening puck drop, went into this game with the mindset that they were going to win, they were going to play their game, and they were going to dictate it all night long. And that is exactly what they did. This really was one of the more impressive wins, certainly in recent New Jersey Devils playoff history. I think somebody even mentioned, was this win bigger than winning game three of the first round against Tampa back in 2018? And obviously, I think you'd say yes, just because of the uh, the situation itself, the way the Devils played, and just where everything is right now. And I'm a little bit surprised, not necessarily from the Devils' play, because they've just continued to play their game since the start of game number three, but just how many times the Rangers just looked very discombobulated. They didn't look like that they were ready to answer the bell, and they looked like that they were just chasing the Devils all night long. They did have some really good opportunities. Don't get me wrong. Artemi Panarin had that one really point-blank shot on the left side. Akira Schmidt just made the save. You know, and then right after the second goal, the power play goal from Eric Halla, you know, Akira Schmidt makes that unbelievable diving stop on Capo Kako to keep the Rangers off the board there. We had that crazy play later on in the game when it was still relatively close where the puck, I think it was Panarin, he hit the side, the left post, left bottom post. It rolled just on the red line but never went across as Eric Halla was able to dive over and make a play. And really just the Devils frustrated the Rangers all night long and particularly really frustrated those top guys for the Rangers. Panarin, Kreider, Zibanejad, Tarasenko, Patrick Kane, Adam Fox, all of those guys just continued to frustrate them. And the Devils executed their game plan and their game to perfection. This was a dominant win from really start to finish, uh, especially on a defensive end. The defensive core with Akira Schmidt just continuing to do wonders in these last three games. So let's now jump into, let's recap what we saw in this game, and then we'll look ahead to game six on Saturday night at the Garden. And I have a special announcement to make about said game six coming up at the end of this episode. So as always, guys, we have a bunch to get to here on the Devil State of Mind podcast. So let's not waste any more time and get rolling. It's NBA playoffs time. That means big hoops action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Get in on all the excitement of every game with the touch of a button. New customers can make a $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Plus, 
everyone can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. And one same-game parlay that I typically like to do, and this is kind of a shot at one player, is for Giannis Antetokounmpo to miss more than two free throws uh, in a game because he's usually not a very good free throw shooter. But that's kind of an example, but there's so many other opportunities um, and so many different parlays that you can actually uh, put into in different bets and things like that. I also like to put in, you know, winning bets, you know, which team to win. That's I usually like to do money line. Uh, that's the one that I normally go for, but you could do many different types of parlays. And if you want to do all this, you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with promo code THPN. New customers can make a $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit Gambling Helpline ma.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas and 21 older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. So let's get things rolling here with really just 39 seconds into this game. Devils have an offensive face-off to the left of Shesterkin, and Eric Colley gets kicked out. Jack Hughes comes in for Hall, and you could see Hughes immediately look to his left and is talking to Palat, you know, kind of looking at him for a couple of seconds and then goes down to take the face-off. And it looked like that Jack Hughes, in a way, purposely lost the face-off as it was cleanly won by the Rangers. It goes right to Shesterkin, who makes a right leg pad save. But Andre Palat, standing in the slot, you know, takes a stick over his head to avoid getting it lifted, takes a shot that hits off the stick of Adam Fox and slowly rolls its way over the glove of Igor Shesterkin and into the back of the net. And the Devils, just 39 seconds in, have... The one nothing lead. Andre Palat now with goals in back-to-back games. He also has scored each of the last two Devils goals. His first was an empty netter to cap off the 3-1 win in Game 4. Also a special milestone for Palat. That goal was his 50th career playoff goal. And it was a big one. Getting the Devils right off the bat. Right off the bat getting them rolling and just feeding into the crowd and everything. And just a tremendous start from the team. And they just continued to push right, you know, right from that point on, they just continued to push. They continued to frustrate the Rangers and bombard them several times over. And it was really, really great to see overall. They could not score anymore. Unfortunately, the Rangers did not either. And so after 20 minutes of play, the score is one nothing Devils. And you look at the shots on goal, 10-8, to eight, but I think overall shot attempts definitely dominated by the New Jersey Devils. So very similar to game number two. You started off grabbing the one nothing lead. You were kind of the better team through 20 minutes, 
but you know you still have 40 minutes to go here. You got to continue to to push the envelope, continue to dictate play, and and stick to your game. And the Devils answered the bell right away as they unfortunately did take a penalty because Kevin Ball got into a fight with Barkley Goodrow after he hit two different guys, including Goudreau. And that was great to see Kevin Ball using his big body six foot eight frame to just knock over people. That's what you wanted to see right from the start with Kevin Ball. And Goudreau, after the whistle, decided he was going to scrap with, um, with uh, what's it called? Well, I'm actually, I think I'm getting ahead of myself here. But yeah, Kevin Ball got into a fight um, with Barkley Goodrow at some point. But before that fight actually happened, the Devils went to the power play. And I will really say that the Devils power play looked as good as it has been all year long in this one. They peppered Igor Shesterkin with shots. They continued to have a tremendous amount of success. They weren't scoring you know, they obviously weren't scoring at least early on, but they were definitely creating a lot of high danger opportunities. Second power play unit comes on. Damon Severson, a tremendous job by him. Walking the line, using his back to fight off a Ranger player, trying to keep it. Finally is able to turn around on the left side, throw it at the net to Dawson Mercer, who just turns around, takes a shot that gets lightly tipped by Eric Halla and slowly sneaks his way over the line and in. And the Devils get a power play goal. Eric Halla with his second goal of these playoffs, his second power play goal. And it's 2-0 Devils just about three and a half minutes into the second period. So the Devils taking advantage of the man advantage, and it's that second power play unit that strikes again. It's been a little bit better than the first power play unit, but it's just great to see both lines are able to contribute in one way or the other. Eric Halla, big-time goal. The man they call Hollywood with a massive one. And again, the Devils just continue to push. Later on in the period, We'll kind of you know regroup ourselves here and take you back to what I was talking about a few moments ago, the fight between Kevin Ball and Barkley Goodrow. And after that fight, which was kind of a you know one of those typical both guys traded you know punches left and right, not too many, and then the refs kind of broke it up before it could continue on. And they actually ended up giving a power play to the Rangers off the TV timeout. They gave Kevin Ball an extra two minutes for unsportsmanlike conduct which was definitely a questionable call. I mean, if they had called both guys for unsportsmanlike conduct, okay. But the fact that through all of that, they gave only a two-minute penalty to Kevin Ball in addition to the five-minute major, I think was a little bit ridiculous. But the Rangers' top power play unit circling the puck, really struggling to you know fully control and try to get point-blank opportunities and then Adam Fox throws it all the way over to the left side to Panarin. I don't know if the puck bounced on him, you know, right away before, just before it got to him, but he couldn't control it. And then Eric Hall steals it, and it's a two-on-one for the Devils coming back the other way. Halla with Dawson Mercer, and then Halla with a beautiful mwah, chef's kiss saucer pass to Dawson Mercer, who one time said top shelf over the right shoulder of Igor Shesterkin and in. It's a shorthanded goal, and the Devils now make it 3 nothing with just a little over six minutes to go in the second period. Dawson Mercer with his first career playoff goal, and that is a big one 
for that man is uh, that dog, Doug Mercer. And, uh, you know, he was starting to slowly get his game going, and, and you want to see him get going more. And obviously getting a goal in the Stanley Cup playoffs, especially at this point in the series, is massive. So Mercer getting himself a goal. Eric Halla, second point of the night. He gets an assist, the lone assist. It's a shorthanded goal. So special teams with a goal on the power play and a goal shorthanded. Is quite remarkable. And so the Devils continued to push. Couldn't get any more goals. And so after two periods of play, it is three nothing Devils. And I remember saying it on social media, on Twitter at Devil State, also on Instagram at Devil State of Mind. I said right then and there after the second period, don't take your foot off the gas. Don't give the Rangers any sort of belief that they can come back in this game. Finish the job and let's get this win. And the Devils came out with the best of the three periods. And that was really remarkable. They absolutely dominated from start to finish period number three, the most important one. Finishing out shooting the Rangers 20 to two. I'll repeat that again. They outshot the Rangers in the third period 20 to two. Igor Shesterkin at one point was so furious with his team. He made a save. They were going to commercial break. He went right to the Rangers bench and started yelling at the entire team saying, let's go. We're better than this. Also, Shesterkin, for whatever reason, once again got angry with Timo Meyer, uh, shoved him in the back before Jacob Truba also shoved him in the back. Uh, clearly, he is public enemy number one when it comes to guys like Shesterkin and that Ranger defense, although Timo Meyer is yet to score. But Timo had a couple of really good chances in this game. And I had a chance to check out Corey Massazak, former Devils writer for The Athletic, now current San Jose Sharks writer for The Athletic. He kind of put this tweet out saying that when you look at Timo Meyer's, you know, analytics and expected goals for, it's coming. He's just had some bad luck. He just has to keep going. He keeps going the way he's going. He's going to find the back of the net. And it would be great if it could come in game six and obviously help us come away with the win. But in this one, couldn't get one past Shesterkin, but I think one is coming. And maybe once he gets one, then the floodgates will um, will really open for him. But the Devils just dominated from start to finish that third period. And then with about five minutes to go, the Rangers decided to pull Shesterkin for the extra skater. And right off the faceoff, the puck comes to Eric Halla, who fires it three quarters of the length of the ice, right down the middle, into the net. And it's an empty net goal. Four nothing Devils. Eric Halla with his second goal of the night. Third goal of these playoffs. I think that ties him right now with Jack Hughes for the team lead. And that really just puts the icing on the cake. Nico Heischer gets an assist his third of the year, third of the playoffs. And Ryan Graves with his first point of the playoffs gets the secondary assist on that one. And there was no question about what was going to be the end result. The only question was, could the Devils hold on to give Akira Schmidt the shutout? And they did exactly that as the Devils finish off the Rangers with an absolute dominant 4 nothing win in Game 5 to take a three games to two lead and put themselves one win away from not only knocking out the Rangers, but moving on to the second round 
of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Devils finished out shooting the Rangers by a whopping 20 shots, 43 to 23, as the Rangers have have had less than 50 shots in the combined two games of games four and games five. Three stars of the game, Dawson Mercer with him getting himself his first career goal as the third star of the game. Akira Schmidt, or as Eric Halla and apparently the Devils call him, Schmido the Torpedo, which is absolutely hilarious. He gets the second star of the game after he gets himself his first career shutout, becoming just the third Devils goaltender in franchise history to earn a shutout in the playoffs. He also, I believe, is the first Devils goaltender to win all three of his first starts in the Stanley Cup playoffs in his career. So he continues to be an early surprising storyline in the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs this year. Eric Halla, with an absolute phenomenal game, Gets himself two goals and an assist, is the third star of the game. He also had one big save on that shot I mentioned before where Panera took it, hit the side post, rolled on the red line, and Eric Hall was able to sweep it away at the end just before the Rangers could knock it in on a rebound. Just an overall fantastic game from the man they call Hollowood. And he was the one that introduced us to, to Schmido the Torpedo, who actually got uh, the player of the game in the Devil's locker room. And it was just fantastic. This was a statement-type win. This was a win that shows the Devils' confidence. And I did want to mention uh, the guys from the Empty Netters podcast. If you haven't checked them out, please go do so because they brought up a really good analysis going into Game 5. That both the Rangers and Devils, while tied at two games apiece and having their moments, there's still a level that both of these teams need to get to that they haven't gotten to yet. And I agreed with it completely, especially from the Devils' perspective, that they didn't, they're still another level that they need to reach, especially offensively. And I think it is very, very fair to say that they reached it or got pretty close to it with the way they played here in game number five, you know, getting themselves three goals, one, you know, four goals in total, one of them being an empty netter, and really just dominating the Rangers from start to finish. It was tremendous. Also, the Devils get the first home win of the series for a home team. So that streak of the road team winning every game comes to an end. And yeah, the Devils really played an almost pretty much actually a perfect game right from the start. And they really didn't make any changes. The one change that they made, well, they made two. They moved Tatar um, to the first line and moved Timo down to the third line and moved Dawson Mercer to center. And all those moves ended up working out well, even with Tatar in the first line. That first line had a lot of really good opportunities. And I really love that Timo Meyer, Dawson Mercer, and Jesper Boquist line. I would like to see them keep that because that is a really exciting, fast, offense, you know, potentially dangerous offensive line right there as our third line. It's really, really quite impressive to see. So great to see those guys get going. Um, and yeah, just a phenomenal job by the Devils, you know, from start to finish. And so now they have their first lead in the series and are heading to Madison Square Garden, heading back to the Garden Saturday night, 8 p.m. ABC for Game 6. If the Devils win, the Devils move on to the second round of the playoffs. If the Rangers win, we will have a Game 7 on Monday back at the Rock. And 
I will say from the devil's perspective, because I've already had a couple people ask me, what is the mindset that the devils need to have going into game six? And my response was simply one word, believe. Believe that you can get it done. Believe that you can beat this team one more time and that you can win this series. Continue to believe. You do that, you're going to win game six. And you need to treat game six like it's game seven. You can't look at game six and say, well, if we don't win tonight, we could always win it in game seven. You don't want to look at it like we have two chances to win one. You got to treat game six like game seven. The Rangers are looking at it like we can't lose. We lose, the series is over. And especially they don't want to lose it, losing three games on the you know, at home. They do not want to go out like that because that would be a very embarrassing way for the Devils to go. Lindy Ruff spoke about it. The fourth one, the fourth win is always the hardest. Ask any Toronto Maple Leafs fan how hard that fourth win has has uh, been to get. I mean, even last night, the Leafs lost at home. So they have to go back to Tampa for game six. Still just needing one more win to finally move on to the second round. Getting that fourth win is going to be the hardest one. And the Devils as Lindy Ruff put it, have to play as good, if not better, than they did tonight. And you're coming off with a dominant 4, four nothing victory over this Rangers team shutting them out. I mean, you know, who knows what level the Devils have to get to. But if the Devils can get to that high top level that they are capable of, they should be able to win game six. And so that's really going to be a key. I was also surprised by Gerard Gallant's comments after the game because after game four, he said that, the team did not play anywhere close to where they're capable of, and they lost three to one. Everybody was curious to know what Gallant was going to say after game five and losing for nothing. And I don't know if it was reverse psychology or whatever, but he said that he felt like the team played better. They had more fight. Um, you know, he thought the power play for them was good, even though they have they've gone now oh of I believe thirteen since the start of game number three. So the Rangers' power play has really been an issue uh, since a couple of couple of games ago, um, and they gave up the shorthanded goal. Uh, he felt that Igor Shesterkin played well, and you know, giving up three goals is nothing is not great. But I do agree in the sense that I think Shesterkin did about as much as he could to keep the Devils, uh, keep the Rangers in it. And you could tell that he was getting frustrated with the way he was, you know, challenging Devils players and challenging his own teammates to get going and nothing seemed to be working. But I think for the Rangers, it's really going to be interesting to see how they come out in game six. I think they're going to throw everything at the Devils because they're a desperate team. And I think the Devils have to be prepared for that. And if they can weather those storms early on, they should be good. And I think they'll find a way to win. And yeah, that game six of the Garden on Saturday is going to be crazy. And yours truly is going to be in the building for game six. Yes, I will be at the Garden Saturday night for game six. And it's going to be crazy. It'll be the first time I've ever gone to a Devils-Rangers game at the Garden in with the opportunity to potentially knock out the Rangers in this game is a crazy, unbelievable opportunity. And uh, obviously I'm hopeful that the Devils can get it done in game six while I'm there and I can uh, celebrate a series win, especially against this Rangers team. But as great as it's been these last three games, the job is not done. You have to finish them off. You have the Rangers by the throat. You have to get it done in game six. I'm not looking at it like if you lose game six, the series is over. 
but you don't want to give the Rangers any sort of hope, any sort of confidence, any sort of belief that they can come back in the series. You have to kick, you have to, you know, finish them while they're down. You cannot allow them back in this. You have to continue to play the way you've been playing because right now the Rangers had an extra day to prepare and they just did not look prepared. You have to continue this one more time and get this series win. And so we'll see. But overall, fantastic win by the Devils in game number five, winning now three in a row since the start of game three and now put themselves one win away for moving on to round two. And so Devils fans, get ready, and I'll see you for game six back at the Garden on Saturday night.